All right. Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, they were saying your voice is kind of soft. Yeah, I'm, it's okay. All right. So can everybody hear me? All right. Great. So the, um, the question, the issue is uh, what do I do? What, how do I do what I do um, to live every day? to um, be in the world and still um, stay sane, stay centered, stay in my song, stay in balance. I mean, a, we hear the word balance an awful lot. We use it a lot. We use it in... In the Red Door, we use it in the Hedegas teachings and in the pre-dynastic Egyptian teachings. And it's, uh, it's such an important word. It's such an important concept. So I think that's, that word kind of boils it all down. When things are as crazy as they are right now, and everything getting so different so very fast. And we don't know what, what it's going to be like tomorrow, next month, next year, five years from now. And it could be quite radically different. There's so many, so many factors. And a lot of it very disturbing. A lot of modern modern world life that is just getting more and more disturbing. So it boils down to balance. What is balance? How do you have balance? How do you maintain balance in, in all corners of your life, all aspects of your life? Well, balance... Balance is what comes naturally to us in life, in being alive, with our aliveness, with our song, with nature. Balance is being in harmony. living in such a way that you don't cause big disruption in yourself, waves of, of disruption. Um, you don't cause waves of disruption around you to all that exists around you. Harmony is, is being connected. It's being being connected to yourself, being aware with your attention, being, being fully aware of your aliveness and your song, who you are, who you have been, what you're doing here, 
why you came here, your purpose in life in this lifetime. Having that be part of your awareness of who and what you are. That's, that makes your place in the world. Makes your place within all the connectedness. Feeling, it's feeling our own aliveness and not letting go of that. Feeling it. In the modern culture, we've been taught to use our linear mind to analyze everything and to leave out the feeling part. Well, that's what creates what the headache is called the walking dead. If we're going to have balance, if we're going to continue... We need to feel. And that means feeling with your physical senses. It means feeling with all the energy of your body, all the energetic parts, the spirit parts of your beingness. Feeling with your song. Feeling with your aliveness feeling with your connectedness. That's that's all the nonlinear aspects. It it engages everything that is nonlinear in you. It allows you to engage everything in the world, everything around you, everything in, in you, that is physical, the mental aspects, emotional aspects, spiritual aspects. When we're living in a in this modern linear world, this construct, we we have physical, we have physical aspects physical senses, we have linear mind, analysis, analyzing. And most of us aren't doing very good with either one of those things. We're not paying very much attention to the information that comes in through our physical senses. And we're not paying much attention to our linear mind. We're we're letting it be very, very scattered. And we're letting it just sort of fly off and pop here and there and just jump around, bop around uh, in the psychic winds. That's not very much. It's not, it's not engaging our aliveness. It's not engaging our connectedness, experiencing the connectedness of what's going on with everything around us, all that information, all that experience of, of everything, everything that's out there, 
all our relatives. The current modern world, the dynamics of our identity, the dynamics of how to be every day, how to move forward in in our lives, how to interact. We don't learn very much about true interaction. We do know an awful lot about reaction. That's what we do most of the time. We're reacting on automatic pilot. We're not even thinking to choose what our responses are going to be. Living that way throws us completely off balance, and there's, there's no harmony within ourselves or with anything else around us. It's chaos. And that's what most people are experiencing. It's the asleepness, the chaos of asleepness, the chaos of masks, living in a mask world. All of these constructs that we've taken on from this modern culture. We're told that that's all there is. That's all we can expect. And we don't know enough by ourselves, within ourselves, to be able to make any kind of real decisions. We we need to look to authority, look outside of ourselves for somebody, something, some kind of authority to tell us what to do. Tell us what's happening. Go do this. Go do that. You have to do this. You have to do it this way. You have to do that. And the whole time, we're just living in a chaotic soup of linear thoughts and babble and the emotions that they drag up, old habitual emotions, automatic reactions, automatic emotional reactions, mental reactions, physical reactions. And it's no wonder that most people out there are feeling very unbalanced, trashed, scared. They don't know what to think. They don't know what to believe. They don't know what to do. They feel like they don't know how to do anything. A bit like a a deer stuck in the headlights of the car. Frozen. To get out of that, to be able to keep that balance, find the peace that's there in that balance and the harmony and the connectedness. In our modern culture, we're feeling so very separated and so very alone, isolated, and even more so now 
we have to be quarantined, kept away from everybody. Can't even shake somebody's hand that you run across in the grocery store or give your friend a hug. I'm hearing stories about people getting tickets for being out of their house and not having a good reason to be out and about or for touching somebody for not having a mask on. Gloves. Rubber gloves. Plastic gloves. That's pretty disturbing when you're already uh, spinning out of control, feeling very, very isolated and lonely. The truth is we're never we're never alone. We are our song, which never truly feels alone. It's just our linear mind that has been convinced of all these things, convinced that we are separated and alone, but we're not. When we're feeling our song, when we're in our song, that is our center place. That is where there is balance, harmony. That's where we can experience our connectedness to everything. Everything. Getting back to that feeling, that place of knowing who you are. It's not an intellectual thought. I am this, I am that. I'm a, I'm a label of something. I'm a teacher, I'm a mama. I'm, yeah. Those are just things that we do. We, we, we learn to identify with all those other things, that that's not our song. That's not our true identity. It's not who we are. Our song, our beingness that has been here for ever. As long as our universe has been in existence and way probably before that, we have been in existence. We've been a lot of places. We've done a lot of things. We've, we've had so many lifetimes doing things, you, you know, our linear mind down here in our crazy culture can't even imagine because it's just too far out there. But it's real. Think about it for a moment. If you are this spirit, this soul, entity, 
that has been around for countless eons, eternal. We hear that a lot from many different traditions, eternal. That means you've been around for forever. What do you think you might have been doing? That's a long time to just float in the cosmos, having no experiences, not doing anything, waiting for this particular lifetime to be born here in this human body on the planet right now. We've been busy. We always have been busy. We've always done all kinds of uh, really interesting things, interesting places. Gathering experience, gathering knowledge, gathering gifts, all of which you can bring into your conscious awareness right now in this life. You do that. That's not hard. It just happens the more you turn your attention towards your song and feel your song because that's who and what your song is. It's you. It's the real you, your real identity. And that's that's probably the most important piece right there. How do you find balance? You find your real identity. You find your song. You experience it. You learn how to identify with it. True realizing, experiencing that this is who and what you actually are. All these false identities that we've taken on through this lifetime, um, this is part of our actions here. It's part of our experiences here. But it's not who you are. It's not what you are. So we have to think past that. And we have to feel past that. Let that stuff float out of our mind. Let those definitions of us, other people's pictures of us, just float out of our field, float out of our mind. Send them through the door. And go to the experience of your song. Whenever in doubt about anything, whenever you start feeling down or start feeling troubled by all this stuff in the world today, Get back to the truth of things, the center of things. That's your song. Your song is your truth and it is your center. It is your aliveness. It's your connectedness. When you tune into your song and feel it, really just feel it with everything that you have experience it, dive into it, let your song show you and teach you 
who you are, what you are, where you've been, why you came here. Let your song show you how you are connected to everything and what this connectedness is like, what it feels like. You hear Native American people and other indigenous peoples talk about all their relatives. And they're talking about the trees and the plants and the animals and the bugs and the air and the sun and the sunlight and the water and the dirt, the rocks, all the other people. Everything that's you know, out beyond our planet, aliens, asteroids, everything. They are all our relatives. They're all alive. They're conscious. They think. They have awareness. They have purpose. They have direction. They communicate. They all communicate with everything else. It's just us humans right now in this era that have shut ourselves off. Intellectually. Not in reality because that's impossible. The connectedness is part of existence. It's part of the universe. But we've learned how to intellectually shut ourselves off, turn all that information off, try not to experience any of it, try not to learn from any of it or pay any attention to any of it. Just listen to the lies and the dictates that come from the culture that our world is this and this and this and it's this way and that way and we're not connected. You're isolated. And you, you don't live after you die. There's, there's nothing left of you. Stuff like that. Which, all that stuff that they keep pouring out to us in so many different ways. We even hear it and see it in, in commercials. We see it in TV shows. We see it in movies and, and magazines, written material on the, the internet. And in our history books, in the major religions, they're talking about the same things, same lies. It's no wonder that so many of our people, so many humans right now feel desperate, isolated. They have a loneliness and a a sense of loss that they can't even put their finger on, but it's huge and it's eating, eating holes in their aura. They're throwing away all their their life energy. They're throwing away their attention to all this 
stuff from the culture, the lies. But in order to stay the balance, to maintain peace within yourself, maintain harmony in yourself, it all goes back to song. Because that's that's where everything is. That's where the balance and harmony, connectedness, that's where everything is. We have mental habits that we're addicted to that keep throwing our attention back into the, the craziness. We need to learn how to not do that. And the way to learn how to not do that is to start purposefully gaining control of your attention. That means when the craziness starts infiltrating, it's, you're starting to swing back into it like a bungee cord. You can stop. You can stop all of that. All of the mental babble, all of the lies, all the blind beliefs, all of the horrible feelings that go with all of that all those negative emotions. You can just stop like you're stopping a record from playing and purposefully turn your attention back to your song. Do a song ceremony. If you have to start back with finding a happy memory like we do at the Uh, The first song ceremonies, you find some memory that has happiness, has peace, has uh, fun, loving, excitement. A lot of varieties of the happy feelings. Any of them will do. Find the memory. Bring back details. Bring back the feeling of it. Concentrate on the feeling. Just focus in, narrower, narrower. Just keep focusing in on the feeling, the experience that you were having. Because that's the feeling of your song. That is the signature. That's, that's the feeling of your true identity. That's the feeling of your song. Focus in on it, identify with it, hold it, see the world through the eyes of your song. See the world through the feeling of your song. And everything, everything, everything changes so dramatically and instantly, suddenly. You can see the truth of the lies, the truth of the way the world is meant to be, the way it can be, the way everything else out there in nature lives and experiences their lives and their connectedness. 
that they are part of this field of conscious living energy that is connecting everybody, flowing through everything, all the rocks, the dirt, the planets, the so-called vacuum out in space. It's all it's all part of this living conscious world. And it's very easy to perceive it and experience it all when you're in your song and when you identify with your song and allow yourself to feel and perceive with physical senses, with your spirit senses, holding your focus, holding your attention on your song, the feeling of your song, looking at the world through the eyes of your song, touching the world through the senses of your song. And the rest of it, you can see in perspective. What is truly, really, really real out in the universe, out in in your house, in your backyard, in nature, is how alive everything is. How connected everything is. The field is everywhere. It's inside you. It's inside everything else. It's in between. It's flowing with life energy, with information, with love, with beauty. And this is what really truly exists in you and around you. And from you to everything else and back and forth. The sharing the healings, teaching. It's endless and it's so voluminous. And it's there, it's always there, it's always has been. And that's what's real. All the politics, all the craziness, all the the poisons and garbage that we've spewed everywhere all over the planet. Yeah, they're there. The systems that brought all that into place are, in a lot of ways, there's a lot of um, pretend. It's all built out of lies and blind beliefs. And this, these ideas, the lies about being able to gain at the expense of other, and that that is all okay. To be able to exert power over other all the time, and that that is okay. To live in this belief of separateness, isolated, separate. That's, they hold on to that belief 
desperately because that's how they're able to do all these horrible things. Getting gain for themselves personally at the expense of other, all other, everything, even to the point of killing a planet. And they justify it to themselves. They make it okay because they're pretending that they're separated and they're isolated and that everything is always a war and everything is always a hierarchy. Something always has to be better than something else, more important than something else, more entitled than something else. Those are some of the major lies that we we live in in the modern culture. But you can see past it. When you're in your song, you're in the center, your center, which uh, is the center of the world, your song. We perceive the truth of things. The more people that can perceive these truths, to know about their song, to experience it, identify with it, realize that the whole rest of the universe out there lives in a very different kind of a life, a different kind of way of thinking and and relating and believing. The modern culture lives, lives in a, a vertical hierarchy that's stripped away from everything else. And it, it's built on violence and lies and hate and fear and anger. The rest of the world out there is horizontal. It's all about equality. Everything is of equal value and equal importance. There is no hierarchy out there. Everything is of equal value, equal importance. Think about it. Feel. Contemplate that. Do a song ceremony contemplating asking for the knowledge, the experience of what does that really mean? Do the world, the rest of the world out there lives, lives horizontally. Everything is equal and, and connected. Sharing. In our connectedness, we share everything love, life energy, healing, information, knowledge. We share our aliveness. We share beauty. And of course, more love. Love, 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 love. Everything is with love. Caring. Everything is of equal value, 
Everything is of equal importance. Even the spirit that um, is the earth or another big planet or the sun, the spirit that is the sun, the spirit that, that encompasses the entire galaxy. It's big spirit. but not more important than you, not more important than um, some you know, oozy, wiggly little creature in the mud. Equal to everything. Everything is equal value, equal importance. We're very different. We're individuals. Everything is an individual, unique. very connected. So when you're living in your song, all this uniqueness and all this diversity is, is just, uh, it's, it's a garden. It's, it's so delicious. There's so much there to explore and investigate and experience and exchange with. And you can learn so much. Learn more about your own self and your own song in these exchanges. It's like if you're the kind of person that that loves... um, an art museum or maybe a historical museum with artwork of of uh, all the centuries on our planet and you just soak it in go from exhibit to exhibit room to room can't get enough it's just all so delicious or whatever other kind of thing is is your thing that Uh, You love to go and be in and participate in and find out more and more and more. It's like that, only more, more so, and better, and more intimate. The sharing goes on such intimate levels. Everything in the world is telepathic. Everything out there, everything in our universe is telepathic in nature. We're the oddballs in our, our human modern culture that try to insist that there is no telepathy. Work really hard, spend huge amounts of attention and life energy trying to block out all of this information, this telepathic information that is coming to you, coming to everybody, this sharing and the connectedness. When you're in your song, you're experiencing it, you're feeling it, you can turn your attention to focus in on any 
any part and piece of it that you want at any time. You can focus in on how much love there is in the world, in the universe. We're all built out of love, true unconditional love, built out of it. It's the nature of the substance of our song and our physical material. And we can concentrate on any of it. All we have to do is turn our attention purposefully. And everything that is masky, anything that has to do with the old blind beliefs of our dying culture, we just send it through the door. Just let it go. Say goodbye. Say thank you. You've been teaching me for years. All of this is important and and valuable information of this crazy uh, backwards-turning wheel culture and all these years of our lives so far living in this upside-down and backwards world. We came here to experience it, and there's a lot of things to learn, and we've been learning them. And whenever you're ready, you can let them go. You've got the experience. You've got the knowledge. Your song has got what it came for in that regard. And now it's time to experience not having that stuff, but having your song and awakeness and experiencing the rest of the world too and all that connectedness as it really is when we're living asleep in our masks and we look at the internet and we 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 see we're just all this inundation of this information uh, most of it is lies most of it is just more lies piled on more lies Uh, the daily news. It's it's, uh, hardly anything in there that's, that's real. And you can, you can perceive that. You don't have to be conned by these lies. You don't have to be conned by, for instance, um, there are factors that we see on the internet and the news. They over-dramatize the COVID-19 virus and our so-called pandemic. They over-dramatize it. They exaggerate it. They make up stuff about it to make it more sensational. They got to, 
they got to make really big, loud noise to keep getting your attention and hold your attention. They want you to watch their channel and not somebody else's. So they they get louder and then tell get a lot bolder and whatever it is they are trying to talk about and report they they're making a, a whole lot of something out of nothing but you don't have to buy into it you don't have to believe it you don't even have to turn those those things on on your computer or your TV. We don't even watch regular news. Haven't for years. I used to watch it a lot. I kind of always thought I should be keeping up with details of what was happening around me, around the planet. Um, And so I made sure I, I just watched the news somewhere in the day, every day, got very used to it. I would say probably even addicted to it. And then I went to my my first Sundance. And we were camped out there, me and my daughter. She was not quite 16, <laughs> learning how to drive. <clears throat> We were camped out on the Sundance grounds for over a month. We went there before. We had friends that were doing vision quests before the Sundance itself. And so we went there to support them and just to, you know, hang out. The medicine man was there and his his group of people and his helper peoples and um Everybody was starting to slowly move in, and they'd have sweat lodges all day long, at night, all night long. <laughs> so there was somebody who wanted to, to lead a sweat lodge, and there was somebody who wanted to be in one. They'd light it up, so, and drumming and singing somewhere in camp. They'd be drumming and singing day and night. And, you know, that is, that is glorious. There were there was nothing electronical uh, allowed. When you drive up the gate, the gate is is closed. There's big, great big, burly men, Indian men there, and you know they've got different kinds of uh, feathers on and stud jewelry or whatever from their tribe, and uh, they they question you kind of heavily about, do you have any cameras? Do you have any recording devices? Do you have any radios? You know, I couldn't take the radio out of the car. And they understand that. That's okay. They just don't ever turn it on in camp. And no, no devices, none of that stuff. So I passed. <laughs> I passed my exam. And we we went in, and and you know we're there a long time. That's uh, over a month, 
And that was my first real experience of stepping out of the white world and all of the white way of uh, with electricity and um, our gadgets and connected to the news and, and all that stuff. And it was beautiful and glorious. And I, uh, the first day or two, my mind kept tweaking back to my job because my job at that time, I had started a, a crisis network for mothers of incest victims. And a lot of times I was the only one there taking care of everything. And it was long hours. And um, so there was always so much to do and so much to keep on top of and and trying to connect with other organizations and get grant money. And, you know, so I was on the go, 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 do, do, do. Don't forget this. You got that appointment. Don't forget to call so-and-so. So the first few days, my mind kept going back like, oh, I, I'm probably missing an appointment. <laughs> everything's going to fall apart. <laughs> I kept going, having these shock waves. But um, they disappeared really fast. <laughs> and by the time we got back home and, um, you know, you could turn the TV back on and watch the news. And it was not appealing at all. None of that. Any of you know regular shows or none of it was appealing. Radio, regular radio is like, oh my, oh my God, oh the voices, the talking, the, the was uh, I just couldn't bear it. <laughs> and when I finally did, um, I can't remember where I was. It wasn't home, but. Um, somehow I ran into a TV set that was on the, had the news on. Might have been in a store, I don't remember, but uh, you know, it was the same um, usual people, the same same news shows. Nothing had changed. The news was not different. It was like tuning into. Um, uh, a daytime um, soap opera. Thank you. A soap opera <laughs> where you could miss it for a month. You could miss it for a year. You tune back in. You haven't really missed anything. They're talking about all the same things still and catching you up on all this, you know, things that you uh, heard the last time you, you watched. I mean, Nothing new, nothing different. And they were just, they were talking about everything like it was this huge, you know, wow, wow. And, and, and oh no, and we've got to be afraid and we've got to be really worried about this and that. And it was nothing. It was nothing. Nothing at all. They were making huge hoopla about Nothing. When we really tune in, we're tuning into ourselves. We're tuning into our song. We've learned how to turn our attention. 
just the way it took me, I had to physically yank myself into another environment that very first time to really learn about how to purposefully turn my attention. I saw I saw it just so big <laughs> in front of me how I had aimed my attention into that world and made it my world. And I didn't have to do that. And I could just as easily turn my attention away from it and tune it into my own song, my own aliveness, my my own beauty, the connectedness, everything. Into nature. Nature was all around me. We were in the forest. We were out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody else coming in to bother you. The chance to do ceremony all day long, all night long, every day with whoever you wanted that was there. Meeting new people who wanted to live the same way and learn the same things. The more people learning how to live like this, how to yank themselves out, take their attention out of that vertical hierarchical world and aim the attention back into song, into heart, into connectedness, into love, into sharing everything equal, everything of equal value, equal importance, everybody different, gloriously, beautifully different and diverse. There's so much to experience from everybody. We have that choice every minute of every day. And that's that's what keeps me in balance, in harmony, in the waking up world, sharing that with everybody. When we do that, we, we have so much more life energy for ourselves and for sharing out with everybody and everything. So much more aliveness to experience, to give, and to receive from others. It's always a circle. You're giving and you're receiving and you're giving and you're receiving and they are too. It's always a circle. And it's our choice. The more people do that, that choice of awakeness spreads. Learning what it is and how to do it and what it can bring spreads and more and more and more people wake up faster and faster and faster. And then 
we'll have an entire planet full of human beings that are awake, living, living their awakeness, creating a world, whole new cultures that are based on awakeness and song and equality. That's our goal. And it's not hard. It's just a matter of moving your attention. Mm-hmm.